0: Our scripture passage today is another one of these life verses that just says so much in so few words and is one that uh, we all as believers should take to heart and carry with us, Psalm 27.1. Before we read this, let us pause for a moment in prayer. Good and gracious Father, the giver of every good gift that we possess, Lord, and the giver of this holy word. Of divine scripture. Father, we thank you, you have given us this word, Lord, to direct us, to instruct us, to give us strength and encouragement through our whole life long, and to build up the foundation and the walls of our faith. Father, we pray that you would bless this reading. We pray that you would bless us as we hear and as we read, that we may know and understand your good and perfect will for us. Father, bless those ears that hear, and bless these hearts that we might understand. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This is Psalm 27, 1. Listen now to the word of the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? this is the word of the Lord thanks be to God when you think of fearless people or a fearless person who comes to mind who comes to mind when I say fearless people just throw it out or a fearless person what image or what person pops up in your mind now a lot of us might think of like an occupation like certain people in a certain occupation we, we usually recognize as fearless, like someone in the military. You know, especially one of those real elite groups like the Navy SEALs or the Special Forces or the Airborne Rangers. I mean, in fact, anybody who jumps out of an airplane is fearless in my book. Or maybe it's like a firefighter. You know, somebody who runs into the building when everybody else is running out. Or, or maybe there's somebody you know that you think of as a particularly fearless person I know this guy years ago that used to like to hang off the edge of tall buildings and then have someone take a picture of them and he would do this all over the world I'm talking about like tall buildings the kind that makes your stomach go queasy even when you look at the picture and you're just like oh no don't, just no no put that picture away and he would hang on him he would hang on the edge of them and have people take a picture of them that's somebody that I think of when I think of the word fearless. Do you know who never is on that list of fearless people usually? When we think of fearless people, you know who almost never makes that list? Christians. Christians. You think almost anybody who puts a list or, or an image of fearless people in their mind, I bet you Christians almost never even make the top 10 much less the top of the list. And this is a travesty. This is a travesty, and it's an injustice, and that is not the way it should be. When you think of fearless people, when you think of people that are unafraid, people that live without fear, Christians should be number one on the list. We should be known the whole world over as people without fear. The world should be talking about us as people without fear. They, the thing they should say is, hey, you know what? Say what you want about those Christians. But they're fearless. They fear nothing. When people talk about you as a Christian, fear, your fearlessness should be part of it. You know? Man, that Mary, she, she doesn't fear anything. Man, how does she do that? Well, you know she's a Christian. Well, that makes perfect sense now. Because Christians we know are fearless people. That's the way it should work. But the world doesn't work the way it should. The world hardly works the way it should. The world's not perfect. But you know, we we, we blame the world for a lot of things, and, and probably rightfully so. The world is a lot of cause of our trouble, but I don't know if we can blame the world for this one. The fact that they don't see us as fearless people, I don't know if that's really the world's fault. Maybe this one's on us. Maybe we're the reason why the world doesn't see us as fearless people. Maybe the world doesn't see us as fearless people because we don't act fearless. Instead, we act very afraid. And the reason why we act afraid is we're afraid. We're not fearless people. We're fearful people. And we come by it honestly. You know, it's just human to be afraid it's human to fear things and and we come about various honestly because our culture is a very fearful culture our culture fears everything and anything you can be afraid of in fact I think our culture might be run by fear I mean think of all the reasons we have to fear and how often we hear about those reasons that's what 24-hour news is 24-hour news is 24 hours of why you should be afraid And the news is full of it it's full of that's all you hear reason to be afraid Russia is about to start a nuclear war with us we're gonna get into a war with China over Taiwan crime is running rampant in the streets our democracy is being threatened more and more every day you're never safe there's all these different things that we got to be afraid of new diseases cropping up all the time that's all we hear reasons to be afraid And thanks to the internet, I'm afraid of things I had no idea you could be afraid of. Do y'all remember years ago when that email was out warning you about uh, spiders hiding in your toilet seat? Had no idea. You had to be worried about spiders hiding in your toilet seat, but thank you, internet. Now I'm afraid of that. Right, we got to be afraid of going swimming in ponds, thanks to the internet, because there might be that brain-eating amoeba. That's going to kill me. Never heard of it until the internet. I can't eat Halloween candy without fear because someone's lacing it with fentanyl. And now I'm worried about the Chinese Communist Party spying on me through my phone. And of all the apps they use, they use TikTok. I mean, what are the kind of information they're trying to get from us? You know, they're trying to steal the dance moves of our 16-year-old girls. You know, Premier Chi, we finally found it. Look, it goes like this. I mean, of all the things, we're going to take that off of the video, by the way, the dance. I mean, you think about it. We have a lot of reasons to be afraid. We really do. Lots of things to be afraid of. Our culture is a fearful culture. Our world is a fearful world. But we were told, do not be conformed to the order of this world. But let your hearts be conformed to Jesus Christ. And our Lord tells us not to be afraid. The Bible tells us, multiple places, do not be afraid. 2 Timothy 1, 7, you have not been given a spirit of fear. You've been given a spirit of power. Jesus himself with his disciples tells him, tells them, and he tells us, do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I could spend all day giving you examples from the Bible, from Genesis all the way to Revelation. The Bible telling us, do not be afraid. And we should be people who are not afraid. a Fearless people, yet we fear all the time. But you know, I believe that everyone wants to live without fear. I believe every single person here wants to live without fear and if you had that option to have no worry to have no anxiety to have no fear in your life that you would take it that everybody wants to live a life without fear but it's not easy to do because we have so many reasons to fear but I believe that we can actually be people without fear And I'm not talking about some pie-in-the-sky hope, some ideal that we know is set up for us that we can never fully achieve, like perfect holiness or perfect righteousness as we exist here in this life. I think the no-fear thing, I think we can do it. I think we can really be people that live without fear. We can go from being a fearful people to a fearless people. I really do. And if you want the answer of how we do it, it's it's actually a very easy answer. It's, It's real simple. Have faith, trust in God. I mean, that's it. That really is it. Have faith, trust in God. If we wanted to, we could just call it done today, and we can get to lunch really, really early, even with all the stuff we have to do. But we know, we know it's really not that easy. We know it can be that easy, but it's never that easy. Luckily, our life verse today gives us a big help, gives us a big clue in how we can live a fearless life. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, whom shall I be afraid? See, when we think of fear, we always think of what's outside of us. We think of fear as an outside thing, that these are things outside that I have to fear. And so if we're going to be fearless people, we've got to fix this outside stuff, all these things that we can possibly fear, or we have to make it in our life so these outside things can't invade our life and to make us fear. And so we, we start to try to build up this security in our life so we don't fear. We build up our walls higher and higher. We get, we get better locks or better security on our house. We get better insurance. We want to make more money and see if it's more secured so we don't have to fear the want of tomorrow. We take more medicines and we try to get more healthy so we don't have to fear the loss of our health or the loss of our life. And we think that this is the way that we can get rid of our fear, but it's not. And in fact, the more we try to, to get rid of the fear on the outside world, or to try to keep it away from us, the more we fear. I mean, having a lot of money doesn't take away your worries about not having enough money. You actually worry more about it, because now you got more to lose. And exercise and vitamins and all the medicine in the world is not going to take away your fear of sickness or your fear of death. It's actually going to make you fear it more. Because fear is not an outside problem. Fear is not a problem with something happening out there. Fear is a problem with something in here. Fear is a problem within us. And it's a problem of focus. We need to change the things we look at. To change the things we focus upon. You see what the psalmist does today? he, He asks himself a question. Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? Or we get even asked, of what should I be afraid? What out there should I fear? And the answer, of course, is nothing. We should fear nothing but God. And the reason, the reason why we don't have to fear is well, He tells us the reason. Because the Lord is my light, the Lord is my salvation. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. And I'm not sure, it's hard to see what he's doing. here. I'm not. It took me many, many readings to kind of see exactly what the psalmist was doing. I read like three or four times and then the Holy Spirit had to give me a nudge and finally kind of opened my eyes up and I saw what the psalmist was doing. You see how he approached his fear was not by talking about the things he fears. He's talking about the reasons he doesn't have to fear. See, it's, it's a real subtle difference, but it's an important one, and it changes your focus. You don't focus on the things that you fear. You focus on the reasons why you don't have to be afraid, and that's exactly how the psalmist starts out. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my stronghold of my life. These are the reasons why I don't have to fear. He's not looking at the enemy. He's not looking at the world. He's not looking at all the things that could possibly go wrong with his life. He's looking at what the Lord is doing. He's looking at who the Lord is and what God is doing in his life. And that is how we become fearless people. See, if if you start with your fear and you focus on your fear and even the objects of that fear, you're going to stay afraid. I mean, if you just start trying to conquer your fear by listing out all the things you could be afraid of, well, I could be afraid of crime, there's all kinds of bad, awful people out there, there could be disasters, my house could catch on fire, my kids could get sick, I could lose my money, my bank could finally fold up like that bank out there in California, and gosh, all of a sudden, you're afraid. Because you're just listing out this long, long litany of things that you can possibly do be afraid of. But the psalmist doesn't start there. The psalmist doesn't even touch that. The psalmist talks about all the reasons we have to not be afraid. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. So what's your focus? What are you looking at in your days and hours of your life are you fixated on the terrible things that are out happening in the world like like driving by a car accident you know you shouldn't be looking but you can't help but look is that what your attention's focused on is that what we're taking our time and our days up with or are you looking at what god is doing in your life are you looking at his promise you know there's a great story in the Bible that illustrates this exact same principle, and, and I got to say, you got to love the way the Holy Spirit works, because it's a story about a storm, and here God has given us this illustration right outside the window here of the storm raging all around, and we got to ask ourselves, what are you focusing on? Every time it thunders, are you looking outside? Every time the lightning flashes, are you looking out that window, wondering what's happening out there, Or are looking at what God's doing in here? And like I said, there's this great story about this. It's the the story of Jesus walking on water. Do you all remember that? It's it's right after he fed the 5,000. And Jesus is going up to a mountain to pray by himself. And the disciples take a boat out into the sea. I believe it's the Sea of Galilee. But they're taking a boat out into some deep water. And as Jesus is, is praying up in the mountain, let's say a big storm comes up. And the storm starts rocking the boat. And the disciples are sitting there in the storm, and it it says they they, they were losing against the wind. The wind was pushing them back as they are getting rocked in this boat. And as they're in this boat, in the middle of the storm, fearful that their boat's going to turn over, they're going to be stuck out in the water, they see Jesus. He's just walking on the water, walking on top of the water towards them in the middle of a storm. Now, they're a little freaked out about this because, you know, you don't normally see people walking on water in the middle of a storm but they recognize jesus but even in their doubt they have to ask and so peter as normal is the first one to speak out and he says jesus if this is you tell me to come on the water with you jesus says come on he says come come on peter walk with me and so amazingly this incredible thing happens peter steps out on water and he's walking on water too And so he's out there walking towards Jesus. He and Jesus just walking on water like it's dry land with the storm raging all around. But this is what happens. Listen here. Listen to what happens. Matthew 14, 30. Listen carefully. All right. Peter's out there walking on water in the middle of the storm. And then it says, when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink. When he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink. You see what happened? You see what happened when he was looking at Jesus he was not afraid even though he was in the middle of a storm he was looking at Jesus he was not afraid and he could walk on water but as soon as he took his focus off and he started looking at the storm around him he became afraid and when he became afraid he began to sink and the storm took over him he was fine when he was looking at Jesus when he had his focus on Christ he was fine he could do miracles but as soon as he looked at the wind As soon as he shifted his focus, he became afraid. And when he became afraid, he began to sink. If you focus on your fears, if you think about and dwell about the things and the reasons you have to fear, it's easy to get terrified. But If you keep your eyes on Christ, on what He's doing and who God is, He gives you all the reasons that you need to be fearless. The dark's scary. The dark is a scary place full of unknown, full of, well, we don't know what it's full of because it's dark. One of the very first things we feared is the dark. But it's only scary if you look at the dark. But the psalmist says, the Lord is my light. How can you be afraid of the dark if you're looking at the light? The world's a dangerous place. And it's full of all kinds of perils and all kinds of danger. But it's hard to fear if your mind is on the one who is your salvation. The one that can save you from any danger. And what about death? Nothing's more fearful than death. And we could think about and remind it of all the ways that we can get sick. All the ways that we can get hurt. And all the terrible ways that we can die. Or, or you can think about the one that is the stronghold of your life. And when you, know, when you think of stronghold, you think of a, you know, tall walls, castles, and towers, and, and guards standing against all enemies out there. God is the stronghold of our life. He's like a fortress, and He guards our life until the very minute that He is ready, not anybody else, until He is ready to take you home. It's all about your focus. What are you thinking about? If you focus on all the reasons you have to be afraid, you will be afraid. If you keep your heart and your mind and your attention to the one as your light, your salvation, the stronghold of your life, that is where you will find courage. Focus on fear. You'll be afraid. Keep looking out every time there's thunder and the rain is harder. You'll start to become afraid of that rain inside. Focus on what Christ is doing inside in your heart what he's doing here right now that is where we find the strength to be unafraid and you know it works with more than fear changing your focus can work on almost anything in your life I'm telling you it's like magic it really does if you're feeling depressed and if you want to sit there and think about all the reasons you have to be depressed you know what's gonna happen you're gonna be depressed or you can think about all the reasons you have to be joyful and you know what happens then you become joyful you can look at a person and think all about all the reasons you have to hate a person and you'll find plenty of reasons to hate somebody if you look but you know what you could also look to try to find good in somebody and I promise you'll find that good in them too you can sit around and remember all the reasons All the ways that people have hurt you, all the injustices that have been done to you, and you can sit there and nurse that anger and that resentment or hate and become an angry person. Or think of all your blessings, all the good people in your life, all those that have done a kindness to you, and you can become grateful. You can think of all the reasons where life is pointless, why we should give up in despair. Or you can think of all the reasons why we should have hope and be a hopeful person. You can think of all the reasons why we can be afraid. Or you can think of why we can trust and believe and hope in every promise that God has made to us. Whatever you fix your mind on is what you feed yourself and what you feed yourself is what you will become. If you feed yourself anger, you'll become angry. If you feed yourself misery, you'll become miserable. But if you feed yourself hope and joy and faith, you'll become like children of God. I know everybody here wants to live without fear, I know all of us do. But we can't do it if we spend all day feeding our fear. We can't do it if we think all day thinking and dwelling on all the reasons that we have to be afraid. See, God has given us all the reasons we should live a fearless life, and we can do it. We can. It is possible. But only if we keep our eyes on Him. Only if we keep our eyes on Him and quit looking at the storm that rages all around us. God is our light. God is our salvation. God is the stronghold of our life. What should we fear? Who should we fear? Only if we keep our eyes on Him who gives us all the reasons to be unafraid, our light, our salvation, the stronghold of our life. Only then can we be known like we should be known famous all the world over as the fearless ones. To God be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.